Hello, this is Dr. Evan Hughes, and welcome to the Vitality Project. This is podcast number one, and this principle we're going to talk about is the principle of jet fuel. Two classifications of food in my mind, and this came to me when I realized the body doesn't ever classify something as junk food. It is true that there are things that are poisonous, and that is an assault to the body. The body would not be excited if you drank rat poison. But as far as foods that we can eat, even concerning Twinkies and donuts and things that are considered to be, quote, junk food by popular culture, the body doesn't actually have that prejudice. It just says, ooh, neat, calories. And it begins to absorb those calories as raw energy. On the other end of a spectrum, we have foods that are more nutrient-dense. They're filled with more things. So if the junk food were considered empty calories, these would be very full calories. Meaning, for every calorie of energy that the food has in it that you can extract, there are vitamins and minerals that come along with it. And so I want to reclassify this. I think the nutrient-dense food makes sense. But on the other side, we have what I would call jet fuel. The reason that analogy works is if you put jet fuel into your car, it will run extremely fast. You'll get exaggerated performance out of the engine right up until the engine burns itself out. What happens is you have created more force within the engine. It can actually be measured in calories, but it has a tendency to burn out the seals. You can burn out the clutch. You could burn out the spark plugs. All the other components of that engine can go to pieces. So too, if you use foods like candy bars, like donuts, like extreme coffee that you can get at your favorite coffee establishment with uh, the frosting on top and the deep flavors, and you know what I'm talking about, What happens is it ends up creating a tax on your digestive system. It actually moves this energy through the system so fast that it starts to affect the intestinal walls and the lining. It starts to affect your immune system that has a more difficult time keeping up with the amount of sugar available, and so a person can actually make themselves susceptible to getting sick. It affects the endocrine system or your hormones, most notably in the case of type 2 diabetes, which is something that affects the body's ability to respond to insulin. But it also can affect the liver. It can affect all the other organs of digestion become overtaxed. The effect actually moves into the joints and the muscular system. It actually goes everywhere, the effect of having too much of this jet fuel at one time. Now, I'm not going to pass judgment on a person, they say, you know, they knew I do toxin nutrition and the person, you know, I see them with a candy bar and they go, <gasps> and they try and hide it from me as if I'm in a, some kind of police state where I'm going to say, oh, you can't, you know, you drop the candy bar. No, I'm going to give you a story of one time that I went to a convenience store and bought every single piece of candy that I could find. And this is after a long camping trip with my son. I had a nine hour drive to get home. All right. It was out in the west side of Pennsylvania, going back to my home near Boston And I'm seven hours in, and my son and I would pass the time by arguing with each other, but we'd smile about it. He was about four years old at the time. And he fell asleep, as a child is wont to do at about 9 p.m. at night. And I started to nod off with a truck full of items, and my, I believe he was three, my three-year-old. So I stopped off at the convenience store and got Pringles, a candy bar, a diet soda, and I forget what else, but all of the foods that have nearly zero nutrients in them. And it was a deliberate and very wise choice to do that because one of the language terms I use with my son is it's food that jacks you up. I needed to stay awake more than I needed long-term health because if I were to fly off the highway or run into some kind of a semi, it wouldn't matter how healthy my immune system was at that point. And so I made a decision to go ahead and have the jet fuel. And I paid my body back the next day 
By the way, I couldn't sleep that night very well at all because I really did jack up my system. So I just unpacked the car and was up until 3 a.m. The next day, it was all greens all the time. Green smoothies, took a nap whenever I needed it, had a stir fry, was able to relax, go for a walk in the woods because there was no demand on my body. It was kind of like I was paying myself back. And that's how I try and set up my diet is move towards the nutrient-dense foods. Now, in everybody's life, you have a deadline. You have a project. You have some emergency that you need to take care of. Things come up. Ideally speaking, you would set up your life in a perfectly balanced way in which you got the right amount of sleep, the right amount of exercise, and everything was correct. And crisis was a rare thing. Then there's the reality of living in the United States, where I don't know about you, but I am still working on creating that perfect balance in my life. And so I do not chastise myself in the middle of a trip if I feel like I need a chocolate bar. But I have the knowledge that getting energy out of jet fuel is going to tax the seals of my system. Another way that this taxes my body, everyone's body, is to get the energy, the caloric value out of the candy bar requires minerals like magnesium, like calcium. It requires the use of enzymes, which are produced from the pancreas. These minerals and enzymes and vitamins are not produced from raw calories. And so what that means is the jet fuel isn't replacing the other chemicals that you need for your body to make the energy. And that's one of the reasons that a person who becomes, quote, addicted to sugar, who eats it all the time, yeah, the first time you eat it, it's amazing. It powers you up. All the kids know, yay, ice cream. But the more you do it, the more your body begins to burn out. It runs out of the vital nutrients that come along with that process, and it doesn't work as well. It never really stops working as long as you're still alive, but it definitely slows down. And as the system becomes burned out, this is where you be- you can become, quote, addicted. Because without the presence of this jet fuel, the whole body begins to crash. So the major premise of chocolate-covered salad is you want to engineer your kitchen and as many parts of your life as you can towards allowing nutrient-dense foods into the diet. Make that the easy go-to. Have the knowledge that a nutrient-dense meal is not going to jazz you up as fast as the jet fuel and plan accordingly. Now, if you need jet fuel again to do a project, you don't feel bad about it. You just know that you got a short-term effect that you'll have to pay back in the long term. Also, healing in general happens much faster without the jet fuel in the system. If you give the nutrient density what I would call clean nutrition, meaning the minerals came in without a whole lot on them, that the body could just grab it, the process is more relaxed, it's a little bit easier, and just because the process is slower doesn't mean less things are happening. This is Dr. Evan Hughes, and thank you for joining us for The Vitality Project.